Section two of the Law by Frederick Bastia. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This recording by Michelle Fry, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, in May two thousand twenty. The Law by Frederick Bastia. Section two another effect of this deplorable perversion of the law is that it gives to human passions and to political struggles and in general to politics properly so called an exaggerated importance i could prove this assertion in a thousand ways but i shall confine myself by way of an illustration to bringing it to bear upon a subject which has of late occupied everybody's mind universal suffrage whatever may be thought of it by the adepts of the school of rousseau which professes to be very far advanced but which i consider twenty centuries behind universal suffrage taking the word in its strictest sense is not one of those sacred dogmas with respect to which examination and doubt are crimes serious objections may be made to it in the first place the word universal conceals a gross sophism there are in france thirty-six million inhabitants to make the right of suffrage universal thirty-six million electors should be reckoned the most extended system reckons only nine million three persons out of four then are excluded and more than this they are excluded by the fourth upon what principle is this exclusion founded upon the principle of incapacity universal suffrage then means universal suffrage of those who are capable in point of fact who are the capable are age sex and judicial condemnations the only conditions to which incapacity is to be attached on taking a nearer view of the subject we may soon perceive the reason why the right of suffrage depends upon the presumption of incapacity the most extended system differing from the most restricted in the conditions on which this incapacity depends and which constitutes not a difference in principle but in degree this motive is that the elector does not stipulate for himself but for everybody if as the republicans of the greek and roman tone pretend the right of suffrage has fallen to the lot of every one at his birth it would be an injustice to adults to prevent women and children from voting why are they prevented because they are presumed to be incapable and why is incapacity a reason for exclusion because the elector does not reap alone the responsibility of his vote because every vote engages and affects the community at large because the community has a right to demand some assurances as regards the acts upon which its well-being and its existence depend i know what might be said in answer to this i know what might be objected but this is not the place to settle a controversy of this kind what i wish to observe is this that this same controversy in common with the greater part of political questions that agitates excites and unsettles the nations would lose almost all its importance if the law had always been what it ought to be in fact if law were confined to causing all persons all liberties and all properties to be respected if it were merely the organization of individual right and individual defence 
if it were the obstacle the check the chastisement opposed to all oppression to all plunder is it likely that we should dispute much as citizens on the subject of greater or lesser universality of suffrage is it likely that it would compromise that greatest of advantages the public peace is it likely that the excluded classes would not quietly wait for their turn is it likely that the enfranchised classes would be very jealous of their privilege and is it not clear that the interest of all being one and the same some would act without much inconvenience to the others but if the fatal principle should come to be introduced that under pretense of organization regulation protection or encouragement the law may take from one party in order to give to another help itself to the wealth acquired by all the classes that it may increase that of one class whether that of the agriculturalists the manufacturers the ship owners or artists and comedians then certainly in this case there is no class which may not try and with reason to place its hand upon the law that would not demand with fury its right of election and eligibility and that would overturn society rather than not obtain it even beggars and vagabonds will prove to you that they have an incontestable title to it they will say we never buy wine tobacco or salt without paying the tax and a part of this tax is given by law in perquisites and gratuities to men who are richer than we are others make use of the law to create an artificial rise in the price of bread meat iron or cloth since everybody traffics in law for his own profit we should like to do the same we should like to make it produce the right to assistance which is the poor man's plunder to effect this we ought to be electors and legislators that we may organize on a large scale alms for our own class as you have organized on a large scale protection for yours don't tell us that you will take our cause upon yourselves and throw to us six hundred thousand francs to keep us quiet like giving us a bone to pick we have other claims and at any rate we wish to stipulate for ourselves as other classes have stipulated for themselves how is this argument to be answered yes as long as it is admitted that the law may be diverted from its true mission that it may violate property instead of securing it everybody will be wanting to manufacture law either to defend himself against plunder or to organize it for his own profit the political question will always be prejudicial predominant and absorbing in a word there will be fighting around the door of the legislative palace the struggle will be no less furious within it to be convinced of this it is hardly necessary to look at what passes in the chambers in france and in england it is enough to know how the question stands is there any need to prove that this odious perversion of law is a perpetual source of hatred and discord that it even tends to social disorganization look at the united states there is no country in the world where the law is kept more within its proper domain which is to secure to every one his liberty and his property therefore there is no country in the world where social order appears to rest upon a more solid basis nevertheless even in the united states 
there are two questions and only two that from the beginning have endangered political order and what are these two questions that of slavery and that of tariffs that is precisely the only two questions in which contrary to the general spirit of this republic law has taken the character of a plunderer slavery is a violation sanctioned by law of the rights of the person protection is a violation perpetrated by the law upon the rights of property and certainly it is very remarkable that in the midst of so many other debates this double legal scourge the sorrowful inheritance of the old world should be the only one which can and perhaps will cause the rupture of the union indeed a more astounding fact in the heart of society cannot be conceived than this that law should have become an instrument of injustice and if this fact occasions consequences so formidable to the united states where there is but one exception what must it be with us in europe where it is a principle a system mr montalambert adopting the thought of a famous proclamation of mr collier said we must make war against socialism and by socialism according to the definition of mr charles dupin he meant plunder but what plunder did he mean for there are two sorts extra-legal and legal plunder as to extra-legal plunder such as theft or swindling which is defined foreseen and punished by the penal code i do not think it can be adorned by the name of socialism it is not this that systematically threatens the foundations of society besides the war against this kind of plunder has not waited for the signal of mr montalambert or mr collier it has gone on since the beginning of the world france was carrying it on long before the revolution of february long before the appearance of socialism with all its ceremonies of magistry police gendarmerie prisons dungeons and scaffolds it is the law itself that is conducting this war and it is to be wished in my opinion that the law should always maintain this attitude with respect to plunder but this is not the case the law sometimes takes its own part sometimes it accomplishes it with its own hands in order to save the parties benefited the shame the danger and the scruple sometimes it places all this ceremony of magistracy police gendarmerie and prisons at the service of the plunderer and treats the plundered party when he defends himself as a criminal in a word there is a legal plunder and it is no doubt this that is meant by mr montalembert End of section 2